Hello friends, what is happening and welcome to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 53 for November the 30th. Your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. On this week's episode, we recap our thoughts for episode 3, 4 and 5 of The Mandalorian. I'll give you my impression of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and it's not going to be a pretty one, I have to say. We'll also give you my impressions on the TV show that has gone under the radar. Uh, we also discuss the future of cinema and whether the future of cinema is digital and more Justice League news, including info regarding the Joker, plus what we've got up to over the course of the week. All that and plenty more coming up on this week's episode of The Multiverse. I'm your host, Hussein. My co-host is the meme lord, Mio, and welcome to episode 53. Mio, what is happening, man? You know, I've been, I've been, I've been getting back to my meme lord moods lately, haven't I? Yep. My memes have been fire lately. Mate, I'm not gonna lie. It's I, been I, pretty I, good. I, I, I think fire is an understatement, to be honest with you. I think... <laughs> I think um, Oh my god, they've just been something else. They've I just, just been... needed someone to channel my energies into. Yeah, like... and yeah, Rick's been Rick's been a pretty uh, good support about it. Unfortunately, Rick's been on the receiving end of all, of all the memes. Mm-hmm. But you you have been on fire, I have to say. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm back. I'm back on it. I'm back on it. Insane, Ins- insane, insane. As they say, I'm sure you've got you, you've heard this saying. Uh, form is temporary, class is permanent. Meal, and uh, yeah, I've heard that. Before. <laughs> you've heard that before, and uh, that's what I think of when, when it comes to your memes. But you've been absolutely on fire. I think the memes recently have been great because there's been so so many things happening, mm-hmm. and they've been relatable. And uh, obviously, with Rick trying to chase uh, a PS5 as well, and Rick thinking never gonna happen, never happening, and Rick trying to. You know, he thinks he has all day for us in the group chat, but little does he know. <laughs> <laughs> little does he know we've got all day for him. So I can't believe he, he tried to send for man over here, you know. Like uh, I'm just, I'm just here know. chilling, you know, having a a, a stressful uh, weekend doing work and then trying to watch some sports and he was telling me to go watch this. I see you, Rick. I see you. Um, but yeah, that PS5 is not happening, is it? Just nope. quickly on, on no topic. Chance. It's crazy. Have you heard how many... Well, we call them resellers here. I can't remember the title. Oh, there's so many. There's scalpers? so many. Is that, yeah, is that, yeah, scalpers. Yeah. So we, that's the term we use, obviously, resellers here. And it's just, apparently, it's just so many. And uh, they got to fix that somehow. I don't know how, but. I don't know, man. I, I, it's just, it's impossible because obviously it's in every single market. So it's, 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 it's even in the sneakers market. I do it sometimes. I pick up sneakers that, you know. I might not like and I sit on them for a bit and then I, I see their value go up and I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to wear these. I might as well sell them. Well, that's different from like buying 30 PS5s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. That, that's completely different. Like I, I think the only time I've ever done like anything more than two is for a pair of Yeezys. <laughs> I, yeah. I bought two or three and then sold them. But, but in everything else, is, yeah, definitely 30 PS5s and that's insane, man. I, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how the delivery services over there in terms of Amazon Prime and but here it's been an absolute mess. It's been it's been a disaster, man. It's been mm-hmm. it's been crazy. Like um so so someone we have uh, a two delivery services here that are absolutely awful me and when I mean awful like to an extent where if people find out that, that this company is using this this company as a service, they'll just they wouldn't place an order. Oh, so wow. we have a we have a company called Yodel and we have a company called Hermes they are the worst companies ever. They lost a 600 pound monitor of mine. So what happens is in those big bulky items like monitors, playstations and stuff like that, for some reason, Amazon don't package them within an Amazon box. So the, mm-hmm. the contents are visible to everybody. All they do is just slap on a 
a, a delivery sticker. So when they get to the, the, the depot, the, the warehouse, they just miraculously never make it on the loading truck. And then obviously it's never tracked again. And it's just, it's, it's, it's missing. So Hamas have a, a track record of that. Uh, Yodel, also the same thing. Yodel will just go around the whole block before they even give you your item. Uh, I remember my brother had to, we had to chase the drivers. <laughs> you chased the drivers? Yeah, yeah. We had to go find him a few blocks because uh, he was just, yeah, was, he went missing. And then I had to do that on my phone, actually, my iPhone. So we, uh, we had to go locate him. It was just, it was the funniest thing ever. And uh, so what's happening with that uh, PlayStation 5 stuff with Amazon is obviously when in the COVID situation, all delivery drivers are doing at the moment or courier carriers or whatever, they leave the parcel at your door and they take a photo of it. I get that with, um, when I get my Nike uh, orders, they just leave a photo and so forth. So they leave a photo and they, and you get an update saying, oh, it's been delivered. You see it where it's been delivered and you go pick it up. Sometimes they leave some movies downstairs, whatever. So what's happening is they these delivery drivers are popping up to the door, taking a photo of the, of the PlayStation five at the door and either taking the PlayStation away and putting it back in the in, in their van. There's a video about this on uh, on Twitter. I need to find it for you. They put it back in the van, driving off, and then they're saying, "Oh, it's been, it's been delivered, and here's the proof." So when the person goes to find it, look for it, it's not there. And then obviously, it's been delivered. That that's the last statement. So um, and uh, Amazon are really touchy about this, especially with, oh, it hasn't arrived. They're really pissy about it. They they cancel uh, accounts because of that. But anyways, and the other thing they're doing is, courier carriers are just waiting around the block. Uh, and just seeing if it gets picked up and then they come back and uh, they, they, they take it. So it's been an absolute mess. There's this, the postal service here called Parcel Force. They've got apparently 10,000 or 1,000 something in the, I think this is what I was reading. Let's go with 1,000. They've got 1,000 PlayStations in their warehouse at the moment and they're refusing to deliver them because of all this situation. It's insane. That's how we got. That's how we got to plan a heist. We got to yeah. do a, a PlayStation robbery. <laughs> we should, do we? Let's sell go to like the warehouse. For, yeah, selling each for a thousand. Yeah. We'll make bank. It's Call it the it- Italian job too. The, yeah, the PS, it's, it's the Sony mental. job. It's mental. Oh, do you want? Do you want to hear a funny story before we move on? Yeah. Um, firstly, when I dropped off, this is not the funniest part. But firstly, when I dropped off the little one at my parents in the morning, they live uh, next to. A Royal Mail, which is another postal delivery, the biggest one in the UK, and mm-hmm. you can see them bringing out um, deliveries for the to be to be delivered. And one of the, the the baskets had Amazon Prime on it, and there was like a few Playstations in there. Oh my god, I was firming out the mouth at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, and then um, uh, the funny story was um, I saw this on <laughs> on Instagram actually. You know, like a, a Craigslist, so someone put up a PlayStation for like triple the price. And someone asked, um, yeah. uh, do you mind dropping it off for me? So the guy's like, yeah, okay, I'll drop it off. Uh, are you sure you want it? He goes, yeah, I've got the cash ready and stuff like that. Give me your address. So he gives him the postal code. So he gets to the postal code and stuff like that. He goes, yo, uh, are you sure it's this? I, can't, I, I It just says comedy club. He goes, yeah, this is it. Like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. He goes, okay, this sounds a bit thing. Are you sure this is the, the area? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, um, just uh, walk in and just... Um, and tell everybody how you're trying to sell a PlayStation for 1,500 <laughs> at, the com- at the comedy club. So that was quite funny. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's just, uh, I can't, it's just mental. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But 
Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, though, who, who posted the meme in the WhatsApp group, was it? I mean, no, not WhatsApp group, in the um, Instagram group. I'm thinking of university, man, fucking hell. Uh, about the people queuing up for Popeyes and then, was it? Uh, yeah, that was me, that was me. Yeah, that was fucking yeah. funny. Um, yeah, let's talk some, uh, let's talk let's about it. Mandalorian. Let's do it, man. I know, I'm, I'm going to let you have the center stage here because I know you are okay. absolutely pumped and i know you've got some theories and i know you want to make them clear on here so we so you know come back and be like yeah we told you so so take it away me episodes three four and five but yeah um episodes three four and five they've been they've been like amazing like all of them like mm-hmm. episode one was really good episode two was it was okay like yeah. it was still like an enjoyable episode but you know it wasn't it wasn't like an essential episode yeah. but like the past three episodes they've been getting better and better and better and like i would i would like kind of be dismissive if i said like the episodes three and four were like good but episode five was amazing yeah like the the most recent one like it like i can't even i don't even remember what happened in three and four anymore like five was was incredible and the funny thing was we came out three four first mm -hmm. we came out three i don't know if we were so excited and said it was the best episode because two was still on our mind, but I thought three, I gave three episode three a five star because I thought it was a really, really good episode. I think you've given the past, well, I, you know, you know. Well, yeah, uh, five you is definitely a five star. Five. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. And I gave four a five star because that was amazing. And it was like, and that was based on the feedback that people were leaving on the post. Oh, it was a filler. Oh, it was this or that. I think people are missing the point, but episode five, man, fuck me. Yeah, that was incredible. incredible episode. Like, the the second it started it, it's like right away it's like you see ahsoka and you see the lightsabers and you know it's something i never thought would happen like a live action ahsoka is it's just something that when i was watching clone wars back in 2009 2010 i was like i i never expected you mm. know for them to do live action ahsoka and you know, Rosario Dawson just knocked it out of the park. Oh, she was she, awesome, wasn't she? She was amazing in this episode. And as far as like where the plot's going, like it's still kind of, you know, like each episode is kind of like Mando doing quests. It's like, yep. okay, you're here. You have to go here. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's a bad thing, though. Let me just no, no, no. It's not I bad don't think at all. It's, it's, that... it's like a video game. It's like yeah, video game. it's, it's, that's the temp. That's the format they're going. That's the template. I think the sooner we get over that, the better. And the sooner we accept the storyline for how it's trying to develop, I think we'll appreciate it more. I think uh, I don't think that's an issue between um, you, Rick, and myself. Uh, it's just yeah. It's I've, and I think it's that- like, why would you want to get to your destination already? Like, do you want to yeah. get rid of Baby Yoda that fast? Yeah, his name is you know. Spoilers, but his name is Grogu. Yeah. And it's an okay name. I, I like it. But baby Yoda we're, for we're still this is still a Baby Yoda podcast. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna stick to Baby Yoda. Team Baby Yoda. We still say Mando, even though we know his name. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah true. This is, true. I, I this actually is, forgot about that. Yeah. This is a baby Yoda podcast. Yeah. Um, how did you like the episode as someone who doesn't know who May I was I was hyped, I think. As, as 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 you said, like for someone who's not, one not a Star Wars fan, so for, and for somebody who's never watched Clone Wars, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go watch that soon. I think I'm, I'm definitely going to start that now this week because I'm usually up now to two o'clock, just chatting away or doing work with uh, with university people, class people, and I've always got 
a shit movie on the background so I don't have to focus too much and I feel like I could chuck on Clone Wars and not have to give it my full attention I don't know that's what that's what I did yeah fair enough yeah. Uh, I've been watching so many shit movies man and half of them are like they're like half star but anyways so I'll probably start watching Clone Wars but Mia oh my god I like Rosario Dawson's character I don't know who what's her name again Ahsoka yeah oh my god like I've only seen images okay from the live action and th- these were images i've seen when they announced her as the in the casting role mm-hmm. oh, man, i think that's the most perfect thing i've ever seen from a live action to a tv show yeah uh, it, it, uh, it was bo-katan in episode yeah. three but yep. this one's better no, this one for me was much better like bo-katan i obviously i didn't know much about her and stuff and i know you mentioned that yes yeah, the same character doing the voices and i only noticed afterwards but with this it was just like it's there's something different about this Mm-hmm. And it was just, I've, as I said, I've never seen anything so, like, perfect. Anything, and this is coming from somebody who, who's seen so many Superman movies, comic book movies, and 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 their kind of lifespan. This is probably one of the, like, I think this has to be the most perfect thing I've ever seen, uh, adapted from taken from an animated TV show to a live action tv show and it's just like it's absolutely incredible. The makeup was on point. The costume design was on point. Even the lightsabers, man, they were just... They look so good. They look so good. They look so good. They look so good. And there were so many great cinematography in in, Mm -hmm. in that episode. Once again, man, oh my God. Like, you could could literally pause at so many instances and have that as just a wallpaper. It looked... It's art. I like how the show kind of, like, lets you enjoy the setting. Like, there's not, like... There's a lot of quiet moments. Yes, where Mando is just walking, and you yes. can just like you can just observe like the settings, mm. like that fish town and yes. the forest, and you know like the the samurai setting. Yeah. Like it's so good. I love those settings, and it's not just the the quiet walking setting. There's there's a lot of scenes where even though it's action orientated, they're they're not too heavy. You know, you don't lose mm-hmm. track. You you not your eyes are not wandering. They're just fixated on what's happening. And the scene itself, it doesn't. Uh, the scene doesn't get lost in the action. That's what I'm trying to say. No. And um, it's just like, and I love every single episode has been something different. Like, yeah, we had the one with the the aliens vibe. I can't remember. That was episode two. Two, two. And then we had episode one, which was I can't remember now. A western. Western. It's basically yeah. A western. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got this episode where this one just felt like a wasteland western samurai, and I was like, I'm, I'm loving, I'm, I'm loving the vibe, and. We've been doing the watch pie and which is I think has just made the viewing experience for me a lot better. Yeah, way better. I, I love it. And I wish we could have done the, you know, the 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 way the Disney thing you can do yeah, it, but you have to be in the same country. Know. But yeah. This we'll just seen the reaction and like and I'm just there like gobsmacked. It's, it's and this is coming from someone who don't I, I keep repeating myself, I don't care about Star Wars, but this has done wonders for star, the star wars genre mm-hmm. in, in my personal opinion and people complaining oh it's this and that but each episode is better than the movies yeah like, way better than yeah it's way better like, than you're so invested like if you compare the two i just like star wars the force uh which one's the last one the force awakens or the Return, uh, the last skywalker Jedi? yeah which I, <laughs> see i don't even know um that's on the sky cinema so on the cable box i really want to watch that but i know don't watch it yeah, I know I'm not going to be invested as the TV show. So episode five for me, though, man, I just I just loved everything about it. Mm-hmm. I, there was not one bit that was wrong about it. I think the only thing we touched on, and it's something you brought up, was don't end it like that. And that was the only thing. But 
that leaves it open-ended and I, it's up, I think it's up to us for our interpretation. I don't know what happened. I don't know if, she, if she's killed her or whatever. But yeah. Oh, I, probably didn't kill her, but yeah. the show is so smart in how it portrayed like the final battles between the two. Yes. Like Ahsoka was having like a, a like, like your classic samurai battle mm-hmm. and then Mando is having like the oh, opposite. It's yeah. like a, a standoff. Standoff. I was so... That, mate, that scene with... And Mando. the way that the way they like keep cutting back and forth, like yes. Mando's is staying there, yep. and then she's fighting, and oh, like and, and, the showrunners know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, who are we to say, oh, it's just a filler? Like, you know, what I mean, yes, we can, we're entitled to our opinions and stuff like that, but this, there's a lot of thought and attention that's gone into it. Mm-hmm. And you talking about the jumping between um, the two fighting scenes? I love that when you when they jump to Mando's uh, standoff, you can hear the spear yeah. and the lightsaber and i love that that was like and because you've seen a glimpse of what the scenes happen what's happening in the scene you kind of envision that in your head well for me at least i could envision okay that's the fight going on and then it cuts back off and then you could while the fight is happening you could envision mando still having his standoff and he cut it was just it was beautiful man it was beautiful and it's uh, this was probably uh one of the most perfect episodes i for me for me personally and i said this to uh, I think it's actually Rick's friend. He messaged um, me on Instagram and he said that episode was incredible. It was one of the best episodes he's seen in TV shows since Breaking Bad. Yeah. And for me, I said it was the best episode since um, the Watchmen black and white episode. A, um, uh, a, a, which incredible. one? No, uh, the, uh, no, I think it walks into a, a walks into the bar oh god yeah guy walks into oh it was called yeah a guy walks into the bar for me that was the most perfect episode i've seen in a tv show for a long time Mm -hmm. prior to breaking about that this now i think this tops it for me it's either tops it or it's side by side because this this episode is going to win i think i think this episode will win a few awards i think the cinematography was great definitely definitely cinematography was great costume design was great and what I'm looking forward to, and I think you could testify to this, is the fact that they've brought these big characters in. I don't think we're going to see the end of them. I think I need yeah, spin-offs. Rick, yeah, Rick, t- Rick touched on it. It's either we're going to have spin-offs, live-action spin-offs, which is a great thing, or they're just they're something something big is happening. And I I get the feeling something big is happening. And you touched on it, Mio, because you've played the game. Uh, um, the Jedi lost. Is it Fallen Order? Fallen Order. Yep. Yeah. The the main character from there. You have yeah. a feeling he's gonna show up and show not probably not this season, but definitely ne- yeah. next season. Yeah, yeah next um, season. I, I I just can't wait. I can't wait to see where this show is going. I, I I'm hyped, but and you know what? There's only three more episodes, and for me, they've gone from strength to strength to strength yeah. in the last three episodes. And now I wish there was back, more yeah. episodes. I wish there was more episodes. I wish there were at least a twelve. 12 but I feel like season. I feel like also people like taking the series for granted because like. There's no other shows that look like this. Like no, there's there no isn't. other show. This each episode looks like it cost a hundred million dollars. Yes, like, yes. And the CGI is so good. And like mm-hmm. even Game of Thrones at its peak, yeah, like didn't look this good. Yes. like this even Game of Thrones at its peak, you would be like, okay, there would be like one to two episodes where the CGI was like on point, and then and the, rest the, of the budget episodes, because it's yeah, a big and episode then the rest, or whatever. Rest of those episodes, it looked like you know, like video game graphics yeah. and you'll be like, okay, they, they spent the money on two episodes and yeah. the rest of it's going to look like shit. But Mando, every episode looks like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, it does. Episode it's... four was amazing. Absolutely with incredible. the TIE fighters, with yep. them driving the canyon. 
Like I, lo- I love it. And you know what? It's funny you say that because the first thing that jumps to my mind actually and trying to keep it in the same kind of Disney theme is um, uh, I don't know if uh, Disney owned Marvel at the time, but the Marvel TV shows on Netflix, yeah, there were some episodes where they just looked really bad. Like I feel like all of them look bad. Yeah, I, I, I think the Punisher ones were great. Daredevil was good to an extent in terms of uh, their CGI and uh, prop design and visual effects and stuff like that. But like for example, um, Jessica Jones, that was poor. And the other one, I can't remember which one. Luke the Cage. No, the other one. The, the uh, white fighting guy. I forgot his fucking oh, name. Oh, 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 oh. Iron, Iron Fist? Fist. Iron Fist. Oh, my God. That, mate, I feel like that was made like... <laughs> he would he would punch a wall and you'd be like, that's a fake wall. Like, yeah. I can see. I can you can see. see the, you can see it. So, but with this, I have not, there's not one moment where I'm like, yeah, the prop. Because, you know, when they have like uh, moving parts or moving vehicles and on, on a fake background on the green screen, you can tell. Mm-hmm. But I think what's helping is that they're using this new visual Groundbreaking. effect. Yeah, Groundbreaking. where it's it's actually in uh, it's in the open. It's outside, so you get the lighting and everything. But they've still got this new screening tech, whatever. It's it's absolutely incredible, man. But oh, three episodes, three, four, and five. Uh, I feel like I've, I've I've overrated three and four. But in those moments in time, I felt you know what. They were, it's like they how just, can you be better than a five star episode? And episode five was. If you could give it a six star, I would. would. I think that's a good idea because I'm sure you've heard of the. Uh, have you heard in Dubai there's a six star hotel? <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a six star hotel in Dubai. That's it's, a, it's official rating is six star, but that's like, it's given like once in a million. I think I'm gonna have to start doing like six stars, but that would be so, so controversial because what is six star? But for me, if I could give episode five a six stars, I I would. I I really would because. That was probably the best episode, as I said, I've seen since uh, The Watchman's a, a Man Walks Into a Bar because that episode was absolutely mind-blowing and what it did to the TV show eventually. Mm-hmm. And it's the best TV show of, uh, episode I've seen single-handedly this year. And I've watched uh, The Boys. I've seen The Queen's Gambit. I've seen a few other TV shows. Um, it's up there, man. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there. I, like, I remember Breaking Bad, that had a lot of 10 out of 10 episodes in there. Would you, this say this, would you say this season's been better than last season? I think it's a close call. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to be premature about it. It's a very, very tight call. I was thinking about it the other day. I think this is all going to come down to what these next three episodes do. Like, I feel like the production value in this season has been... It has been, it's been something else. It's, it's been yeah. better than season one. I think the story for this season... The beginning might have fallen behind season one, but I feel like it's picking up pace now. Yeah, the beginning of season one was better, but yep. the middle of season two has been way better. It's been incredible. Yeah, so if you want to put it that way, I think so. At the moment, I don't see Mandalorian season two getting anything less than a four and a half anyway. Uh, but I, I really doubt. In my moment in time, obviously I'm not averaging out the, the review scores that I've given for each episode. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's this this season has been incredible. I've, I've absolutely enjoyed the season. I think I've enjoyed it to a point where I look forward to Friday a lot more than I did last season. And especially with the way it's left off. Like episode three, I was like, I need the next episode. Episode four, I need the next episode five. I'm like, I'm just going to fucking watch that again. It's just like, it's been, it, yeah. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I, I can't wait for next I think week. They, I think they're going to finish strong. Like, I think they will. I think they will. I said this theory in the group chat, not really a theory, but I feel like they're going to have like, an Avengers-esque 
you know, ending, like something's yeah. gonna happen with Baby Yoda, and then Mano's gonna have to assemble the Avengers. Like he's gonna yeah, call in Bogatan, he's gonna yep. call in Ahsoka, he's gonna call in uh Carl Weathers and Gina Carano. Yep. He's gonna call in who else is there? Oh yeah. Uh Timberly Oliphant from episode yep. one. And it's, they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna be Avengers esque. Mm. And um just before we move on, shouts to the to the people who directed each episode. They've, mm-hmm. they've done, I think, from three, four, and five onwards. They've just been a- a- amazing. The episodes. Shout out to the trailer department too for like not giving not anything giving away. anything away. Yes, they just yeah. like most of the trailer clips were from episodes three and four. Really? Yes. Yeah. So it looked like okay, like it's gonna be more of the same, yeah. but like it looks nothing like the show yeah. looks nothing like the trailers. I love. Yeah. It. I'm loving it. Absolutely good point. Um, moving on, let me talk about COD, Mia. Actually, yeah, let me talk about COD. Oh my god, oh my god, and we you said this, I'm gonna be in the same predicament every single year, and we've been doing this podcast. It's a for, cycle, it's a cycle, isn't it? And uh, oh my god, I don't know where to begin. Let me just begin by saying if I can get a refund on my 50 quid, I would get a refund. It's that bad. It, it's that bad, man. It's that bad. Like, honestly, like, hopefully I could portray this for the tone of my voice, but... So, and I, don't, I won't bore you too much because um, I know you're not the biggest Call of Duty fan, but you have played Modern Warfare online. Modern Warfare has some of the best gun mechanics and just mechanics in general. There was nothing wrong with Modern Warfare when it came to that perspective. Mm-hmm. Where Modern Warfare, I think, failed for me was it's kind of... The maps the maps for start that was the worst thing um everything was open so the, the, there was verticality which meant camping but in general Call of Duty kind of tried to cater for newcomers and i think a lot of games are actually doing that nowadays they don't really care about their fan base they try and cater for new because that's where all the money comes from really doesn't it so um there's that and then the audio for modern warfare sucks in terms of the footsteps were so loud, so loud, but there was no spatial awareness to where those noise will come, that noise was coming from. So, so in turn, people had to camp and the game just turned into like this massive camp fest. So where Modern Warfare went bad, Call of Duty, let's just call it Cold War, did well mm-hmm. in terms of the map design. Well, the map design, my friend actually made a good point. Is the maps really that great or is it because we've come off something so bad that anything's better? So that remains to be seen. I personally, I've enjoyed every single map. There's one map that I don't like. It's Miami. And uh, it's just because it's, it's, I can't see shit on it, uh, which I'll come to in a bit. Uh, footstep audio, amazing. Gunplay mechanics. They've messed, it, they've messed it up. They've ruined Call of Duty. And Black Ops has always been an arcade version of, of Call of Duty, which I, I, I understand and I, I don't mind it. Hit detection is awful. Sometimes you're shooting, sometimes you're not. If you're on a controller, the aim assist doesn't work. Um, the time to kill, so TTK, is inconsistent. Sometimes you're killing, you shoot a guy, he's dead. Or sometimes you're, you're putting a whole clip into him and he's not dead. Uh, it's just awful, man. It's just, it's just a mess. And when I was playing my friends, and I did put up on a story a few weeks ago, or the first week when I spent my whole weekend playing Call of Duty, and I said, Cold War better than Modern Warfare. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that, was, that was premature of me because... it's a. But to be fair, it's always the same. You, always, you at first yes. your initial reaction is like, yes. okay, this game's good. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, okay, this when game you find is awful. That it's, yeah, but I was premature on it. But to my defense, 
I was playing it with my friends. So when, you know, when you play games with people, it's, it's always more fun. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you overlook the issues cause you're having fun. You're just, there's a banter going on in the group or whatever. The moment I realized the game was shit was when I tried to play a, game, a few games on my solo. That's when the fault started. And I was like, Oh my God, you, you pay more attention to things because mm-hmm. there's no like back and forth and you're not getting distracted by your friends. And that's when I started noticing. And I was like, I couldn't do this. I, I, I couldn't play three games in a row. I, was, I got bored. I got bored playing on my own. And the same happened on, well, we were on, we're Sunday. So on Thursday, I, played, I tried to play a few, few games. Everybody jumped on, we played three games. And then we're like, okay, we do one more. We just, we just have it in us. And we just quit. And the game is really that bad. Like, it's, uh, as I said, I was going to change the review layout for multiplayer games, especially games like this where I review every six months, launch six months later, and then obviously by the time the cycles end. At the moment in time, I would, I would tell everybody to avoid it. The only reason people, I, I say, are forced to buy it is because obviously they're doing this transition back into, you know, their Warzone games, their, their Battle Royale games. So you need to have Cold War to have the weapons to obviously level them up to play in Warzone. And I feel like that's, that's just been such a cop out from, uh, sledgehammer and uh call of duty in general just an activision just because they know people are going to buy this game because they need to essentially if you want to have the latest guns and obviously the latest guns will be the new meta essentially so it's just it's just it's just a mess man it really is and it's just like there's so many bugs so many issues sometimes it's just like the it's just i, I don't i'm not having fun i'm really not having fun to be honest with you you know, right? you know what's funny about all this Go on. You're gonna you're gonna buy the next Black Ops. I'm gonna buy the next Call of Duty actually. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what though. Modern Warfare, you know how much I hate the maps and stuff. I, and it's not for people listening, it's not me coming off oh because I'm shit at the game. No, no, no. That's not the case. Um it's 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 far from that to be honest with you. Because obviously it's easy to jump dog, oh the game is shit. We've seen that so many times. And it's happened to us sometimes where you know what, we're not that great in the game, so we don't enjoy it. But that's not the case for this. And Modern Warfare, even though I didn't like it, I played that for a whole year. I still managed to jump in, play games. Well, that's and... because of Warzone, though. Yeah, essentially. And uh, obviously leveling up. But with this, I, I, I just haven't had the urge to play it. I really haven't. It's just sitting on my computer, just taking up 300 gigs or whatever space it takes up. And I'm just like in no hurry to return to it. And uh, when I dropped you a message about podcasting i was like either watch football or what play prodigy i was like i'm just gonna play football i've been free now since since the spurs game finished i was like i really can't be bothered playing playing prodigy and just not enjoying it i'll see what warzone is going to be saying and hopefully there's a good transition to that but at the moment man cold war is absolutely it stinks have you played the campaign at all no, nah, I, I don't think I have it in me to touch it. I, I will, because I know it's rebooted and I'll probably do a separate review for that. Mm-hmm. But Modern Wolf, uh, sorry, Cold, Cold War at the moment, it's just, it stinks, man. It absolutely stinks. And um, if you don't have any interest in Warzone, don't buy it. Save yourself some money. And hopefully, the thing is, though, all these issues are, they're not core to the game. So they can be patched. They're not like the foundations of the game. They can be patched. But, first impressions is and oh and what's annoying is the kill streak systems it's it's a score streak system so you just rank up points and then you get your kill streaks even if you die they don't reset so what? it just means yeah yeah so it just means by the by the time everyone's got to obviously it forces you to play objectives because obviously you get more points on objectives you get more points if you kill somebody on objectives but at the same time it by the time they say the last few minutes of the game 
comes around, everybody's got a kill streak now because obviously they've just ranked up yeah. their points, and it's just mayhem. It's just it's just not fun. It's yeah, I'm not having fun on on that game at all, and it's just it's it's pointless. So it's another thing where they've they've catered for newcomers, and obviously they've got this their their skill based matchmaking, which is it's poor. Why would you have a hidden rank system within a quick play system and it's just it just doesn't make it fun it's not fun at all because it means you always have to stay on top of your game if you want to stay where wherever kind of skill-based system you're in and sometimes you know what i just want to play one game after a long day of doing work or whatever class but if i perform badly you just drop your ranks just your yeah it's just stupid it's absolutely stupid but I just want to move on. Call of Duty stressed, stressed my life. I, I spent 50 bucks on that and I was like, I'm so disappointed. I, <laughs> I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> you're still going to play until the next card comes out. So I don't know. I'll be, I don't know I'll, what I'll be, honest, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. There's no other multiplayer at the moment that I play because I don't really have the time. Rainbow mm-hmm. Six at the moment, but Rainbow Six ranked is just a different animal, man. I'm shit at ranked. I, I tried it and I was like, oh my God, this might not be for me. Uh, I just need to get better. Uh, and then Cyberpunk's coming out, so I, I think I'm going to be spending so much time. Is it on coming that. out? Well, it got leaked. <laughs> it got leaked. So the game does exist, thank God. Um, so <laughs> have you seen the meme? Uh, sorry, guys, yeah. Cyberpunk does exist. We just wanted to spend some time with Keanu Reeves. That's so funny. That was quite funny. Um, but yeah, um, I watched the TV show, Mia. What TV and show? This TV show is quite good. It's decent. It's not. It's not going to break any grounds or anything like that. But I really enjoyed it. It's a sad story, and I think it's loosely based on the true story. It's called For Life, and uh, For Life. Let me look it it's up. the one where we said, "Hey, that looks like Robert Downey Jr." In I said, you you watched that show? I watched it, and it's pretty decent. It's a it's a decent show. It's cringe at times, and you think like it's a bit far fetched because mm-hmm. obviously the premise is some guy gets put away in prison for something did you watch it because i i commented that no so it came to my watching it before that no 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 i watched it after you commented okay but it it, that's what sprung to my mind when i'm look as i said i'm watching a lot of nonsense at night and um i'm just trying to kill time and i'm going through my cable box and i see sky atlantic this is on i was like okay i've seen that picture because you made the joke of hey this looks like um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Thunder. Let's let's have a look. Let's see the pilot episode. And I wouldn't say I was hooked, but it was there was an in, it's 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 in, it's interesting. Let's say it's not mm-hmm. an incredible TV show. It's not. It doesn't really do anything new per se, but I think it's the human element to it. You know, especially yeah. with the whole Black Lives uh, movement as well and um, racism. There's there's a bigger racial kind of outset to it. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. It's not amazing. I'm going to part of my review. I think I'm lingering around a three star, to be honest with you. It's, that's, that's not bad. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. For, for a show like that, it's come out nowhere. It's a decent show. It's well worth a watch. Something that you don't really need to focus much, but I like how um, it, it gives, there's some sort of hope. And I like the, the, the main character at first. I wasn't too convinced because I felt like his, I felt like his acting was, you know, no, I wouldn't say far-fetched. I would say quite the opposite, where it was just like, there was hardly any acting. It just felt like down in the dumps and it was just shit acting. But then when you come to think about it, it's not. It's He's in prison. He's, how he's supposed to be, he's demotivated and that comes across really, really well. Mm-hmm. And you feel, you end up do feeling sorry for him. He, he carries himself like in a very, very, you know, poor and upsetting manner. And it, there's some episodes where 
you do feel really, really sorry for him and you do quite get worked up and you quite get emotional and you there might be a tear here or there or you try and hold them back. Uh, he does he does a good job. I don't I've never seen him, but there's some big actors in in, in here. Uh, and when I mean big actors, I've seen them in other TV shows like uh, House of Cards, um, Lost. Uh, I can't remember the other few. Um, but the supporting cast are pretty decent. Uh, some of them do a good job. Oh, Fifty Cents in it as well. How can I forget? Fifty oh, Cents in it. Yeah, Fifty Cents <laughs> in it. And you absolutely just. I don't want to curse. I'm trying not to curse. You hate him so much. You hate him. Well, so I much. hate him in real life. So yeah, that's yeah, not, exactly, that's exactly. That's not a stretch. Uh, I think he's executive producer on the show as well. Um, do you remember when um, Fifty Cent was like talking to Floyd Mayweather and he was like, "I'll pay you five hundred thousand dollars if you read the page of the <laughs> that was the funniest thing he's ever said. That was a so funny. Oh that my was, goodness! That was that was during the ice <laughs> ice bucket challenge or some some nonsense like that. That was so funny. How can he was so funny? Oh my god! Do you remember he's the time? Like where, the biggest troll. Yeah. Do you remember the time when he said that he was bankrupt and he turned up to his uh, yeah meeting in a smart car? <laughs> that was quite funny. Oh my god. Uh, Anyways, you were saying. But yeah, this this show is worth worth a watch. It's um, thirteen episodes. They're really really quick. Um, there's nice stories here and there. Um, as I said, doesn't really, it's not groundbreaking, doesn't really do anything new. I think it's the human element to the show that you know really, really sells it. Character development is great. There's, I like the way they uh, jump back and forth, they tell a story, and it's just the battle of you know racism as well. It's, a, it's obviously an ongoing thing in, in TV shows, and it's, it's portrayed really well here. Um, yeah, I would say it's worth a watch if you have if you have the time. Not just to you, to yeah. anybody who's listening. I'm to trying this. to see if it's on. It'll, it'll probably be on Hulu. I'll probably check it out. Yeah, uh, and I think check on IMDb. I think when I checked IMDb just to check uh, the episode listing, how many episodes there were. I think some of the episodes were really highly rated from from what I remember. Like the last few were like eight point sevens, I think, or mm-hmm. something like that. They're really good. They're really good. They how have many, um, how many episodes is it? Thirteen, one three. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, it's not. It's not, not bad. It's nice. it's well paced. Uh, I didn't feel bored at any point. I felt like um, there's some stuff where it's proper cliche, like oh, he goes into prison. It's not a spoiler. He goes into prison, and then his best friend now is sleeping with his missus, and you know all that not nonsense cliche. Uh, the far fetched part is oh, he becomes a lawyer in prison. Uh, I do know that that's an actual thing. So looking into it and uh, actually seeing it, it's an actual thing. You are allowed. To study and become take part and defend your own case and then obviously because he's learned to become a lawyer he starts taking the cases of other uh, inmates uh, and i like that that was pretty cool and then obviously um he tr- he's trying to do good at the same time but bad stuff happens and yeah really good show i think it's gone under the radar to be honest i haven't seen anybody talk about it uh, and I think the only time we talked about it was when we made a quick joke about it. But that character did well, man. The actor um, mm-hmm. really sells you into the whole upsetting lifestyle. You really do feel bad for him. So definitely give that a watch. Uh, and I'll just finish off a few movies, you know. I've watched so many movies, so many. And I think a lot of them are not even worth mentioning. Um, but I'll start off with a few. Uh, I watched Richard Jewell. How's that? Yes, was it Friday? Yeah, I finished it off after the Mandalorian watch party. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think I think I gave it a three and a half star. It's quite upsetting as well, where the someone does. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone. Does I think good. he did it though. You reckon? No, I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Because I was like, you. I think the thing that I thought he did it at first, but then in the movie, I'm thinking, have you seen the movie? 
No, no. I, I, I know the case in real life. Oh, okay. I was like, there's no way he, this fat guy has run to the phone booth and come back without breaking a sweat. So that's, that's what like, made me think he was innocent. And he was just dumb. Like, sometimes you get dopey people and you're like, yeah, he didn't do it. Or sometimes it could be a cover up. But I, I honestly didn't think, I felt sorry for him, man. I felt like, you know what? Sometimes the media are just hungry for a story and they don't care who they hurt. I think that was the main thing that I took out from it. And it's true in real life. Like, people just want to story. And it's funny we say, we, I say that because yesterday we were talking about Diana, Princess Diana. I think yeah. it was yesterday. And that's, that's a prime example, really. Uh, and, I, and the reason it's in my head because there's a Princess Diana TV show coming up and I was just looking into that. But that's a prime example, like the media chasing her down in in the uh, in, in under the tunnel. That's and, what they said. Happened. Well, that's what they said happened. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and um, or just the media don't really care who they hurt, do they? So, and that's the prime thing I took away from. And another good quote from Richard in the show was, "You guys are hunting me like this, but I imagine sometimes next time there's an actual like a suspicious bag or package and someone." In, will remember my case and be like, you know what? I'm not going to touch that because they think I've planted it. And it's kind of, it is a sad kind Aren't of... Aren't we part of the media doing this podcast? <laughs> but we... <laughs> where's that Uno reverse card? Jesus. Um, but you know what I mean? It's just like, I think we're good. I think we're good. We, we, we backed up Johnny Depp, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, we did. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, and me talking about my weekly recap wouldn't be a weekly recap if I didn't. What would you give the movie? I'll give it three and a half stars to be honest with you. I Ooh, think that's wow. what I, I think that's what I rated it on um on Letterbox. Let me have a quick look. I think I I did give it a three and a half. I, I really enjoyed it. I think Clint Eastwood is a really good direct, director to be honest with you. I think mm-hmm. yeah, three and a half. Um, he portrays emotions really well. Clint Eastwood's in, in movies. I don't. I, I, he's good at that, man. He's I think yeah. where the movie messed up was the title of the movie. Like yeah. everyone, like Richard Jewell, like uh, I'm not, I'm not watching that. If they called it like the Atlanta bombing or yeah. you know something, like a better title, more people would have saw the movie. They should have called it the, the 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 name of the park that it was. It was um, what was it the the name of the park was uh, begin with a C. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, and um, let me stop and check the name because it's gonna bug bug me. Uh, that's not even on on there. But anyways, yeah, they should have named it differently, to be honest with you, and maybe it would have done better. But also saying that, uh, don't forget, it came out just as COVID hit, I believe, from what I remember, because I was. Uh, I, I forgot. I, I think I, I wanted think it, to watch I, this in I cinema. Think it came out last year. Really? Yeah. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, I can't remember. I just think no one no like one everyone saw the name Richard Jewell and it's like I'm not watching that. Mm, okay fair enough like i i yeah i thought it was a great movie three and a half star i quickly just blast through other movies i watched i watched the wolf of wall street again i forgot how good this movie was man um i think it's a little long it is long. it is long it's like it, t- it took me a whole night to watch <laughs> uh I watched it's like some... three and a half hours right yes yes it could have it's been a lot shorter they could have cut like 30 minutes out of it mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you and uh, two shit movies i watched have you seen fantasy island no I know what it's about, though. Okay. So, obviously, a group of contestant winners arrive at Island Hotel to live out their dreams, only to find themselves trapped in a nightmare scenario. I thought that the premise, once again, I, I don't know what it is with shit movies. They have amazing premises. And they just can't pull them off. And this was one of them. And this had, like, a decent... I think, you know what? First of all, I couldn't take this movie seriously because it had the 
the guy from Ant Man, you know, the one that narrates stuff front in a in a funny way. Rick. I, maybe I, I think that's his name. No, okay. Michael Pena. Uh, why did you say Rick? <laughs> oh, Rick. He looks like him. <laughs> but he looks like Rick. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I had him in it, and then the other characters a bit hit and miss. So, so I watched that. That movie was awful, man. I just couldn't be bored. I, I didn't even mention anything about watching it because I was just so embarrassed. That I watched it. That's a one-star movie, man. To be honest with you, that's an absolute awful movie. I gave a movie. I watched The Grudge. I gave that half a star, but I only gave that half a star because the so letter reboot. Yeah, yeah, because Letterbox don't accept zero star movies <laughs> as a rating. That was awful. And then another movie I watched just to round up what I've done, Mio. I had to do it, Mio. I had to do it. I watched Bloodshot, and Jesus Christ Almighty! I wish I hadn't. That's <laughs> a hundred. A hundred and ten minutes of my life wasted. Why do I do this to myself? I have no idea. You keep warning me. I don't listen. It's like the boy who cries wolf in it. It's like you keep warning him and whatever. It's just, or I just, I just feel like I'm, I'm Icarus. I fly too close to the sun, and then I get burnt by these awful, awful movies. But Bloodshot was a bad movie, man. The premise. I said, I said Rick is your twin, Michael Pena, and he said <laughs> super racist. <laughs> Um, yeah uh bloodshot i gave it one star and the only reason i gave it one star is because it had um that guy from iron man and memento how was guy pierce guy pierce yeah guy pierce from memento yeah how how kind of how can i forget it had guy he was I, i loved him in that movie man i really enjoyed his role but that movie was awful man like uh vin diesel was just I think Vin Diesel's turning into a miniature rock because he's just like a he's just fat. He just he's just bulky. <laughs> I've been saying this for years. He's man. just bulky. He hasn't just, looked good. He hasn't looked good since Fast Five. Yeah, man. He he's just looks awful. Fat. He's been fat for five years. Yeah, he's just awful. Um I like certain aspects of the movie, like character and skills and stuff like that. But the premise basically they brainwashed him and they wake him up and they set him out. He's basically an assassin, but he's brainwashed. So when he wakes up he has no re- uh, recollection of his uh, memories. So he just, the memory that he has in his head is that there, because obviously he was in the army, he got caught uh, and then they, they interrogate him in front of his wife and they killed his wife in front of him. And they, that scene is just fake. It's a fake scene. But what they do is they just superimpose somebody's face that they want to assassinate in real life on top of the person that shoots his wife. And then he goes hunting for them. And he, he, basically, yeah, he's just an assassin for them. So the premise is quite cool in aspect. Uh, and there's some really cool shots. CGI is awful. Acting is awful. Guy Pearce is, uh, is amazing. Vin Diesel is fat. It's just like, yeah, it's a typical uh, Vin Diesel movie. And it was just, it was awful. But uh, other than that, yeah, that's what I got up to this week. Okay. Um, as far as me, I've been watching a TV show too. I've been watching The Undoing. Have you heard of that show? Ooh, is that the one with... um? Nicole, uh, Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Oh, yeah, the only reason, it's yeah. really good. Travis really Scott good. is watching that, and he's like, he's so hyped into it. So I, I might. Yeah, I might me too. Finale tonight. Oh, trying to. It's like so. The premise of the show is like no spoilers because I'll probably watch that. Yeah. Um, like someone dies, and it's like a murder mystery. Like you're you're trying to figure out who killed him, and right now it could it could honestly be anyone. Like it could be Nicole Kidman. It could be Hugh Grant. Travis who's, Travis who's really tweeted. Travis tweeted. 
something about the show and then Nicole Twi- uh, Kidman replied he was like who do you think did it and then Travis is like you <laughs> <laughs> I think that too I think that yeah. too personally but um yeah it's it's good it's a mini series so it's gonna be it's gonna be one season but it's okay. only six episodes oh okay 50, oh. 50 minutes each you, you can get past I'll probably watch that, that today like then. a day or two yeah I'll probably watch that today but yeah um, I'm like I'm curious to see who killed him um mm-hmm. who killed her but um, yeah, it's a. I mean, it's you know, like you said, it's nothing groundbreaking. It's not like, like it's not Breaking Bad. It's not. Yeah. It's not uh, the first four seasons of Game of Thrones, but it's a good show. It's a quality show. Yeah. Um. You don't yeah, feel like, like your time's being wasted when you watch shows. Yeah, like that. and you yeah, and you get rewarded for paying attention. Like mm. you see, like certain clues or like yeah. certain motives, and yeah, it's a good show. I would mm. watch it. I recommend it. I would okay. say it's like. A four out of five show. You know, oh wow! Nothing, nothing special, but it's a good show. It's a good oh show. wow! Okay, I'll definitely watch that. I think it's uh, it should be on uh, on the cable box. W- what channel is it on over there or streaming service? HBO. HBO. So I think it might hopefully be on Sky Atlantic here if I'm lucky, or Amazon Prime or something. But anyways, I'll I'll check out. I'll definitely check out after today, after this podcast. Actually, I'll probably watch the first episode. But um, as far as games. I finally got around to playing Gears Tactics. Oh, and hello. I can't I can't stress this enough. Yeah, but I am having a blast. I told this game. you, it's I, a I good game. game. I love a, this game. I need to go back and just finish it off. To be honest with you, it's I'm a not, great game. I'm not gonna lie. When I asked you, like, how would you rank this game in terms of Gears of War's games, yeah. and you said it's the best one, I was like, this guy is capping. Like, yeah. what the hell it's, is this guy talking about? It's good, isn't it? But I'm like, well, yeah. He's got, a, he's got a point. And th- got don't a forget, point. this is coming for someone who loves tactic games, and you do as mm-hmm. well. This is a great game. Like nothing it's feels, so fun. nothing feels out of place, does it? Yeah, it's like, yeah, like the like when you execute someone and you yep. get like an extra turn. Like throwing grenades feels mm-hmm. so good in this game. It's it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, um, uh, they it. do kind of put in like side missions to yep. like lengthen the campaign. Of course, yeah. But you know, I like I like playing them. Like, yeah, they're fun. I like building my squad, you know, like forming your team. It's the the story's not that great. No, no, um, that's, I but, think that's the know, downside. The story and the villain. It's, it's Gears of War, not like Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not expecting a great story. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm having a blast. I'm it's having, really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, 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 I'm glad. A lot of fun. Talking about um, strategy games, just before uh, I come back to Gears, have you checked Steam sales? Because I think XCOM Two is on sale. Oh, I, I have XCOM. Oh, you already have it. Cool. I'm tempted uh, to buy Avengers, but tell oh, me not to. Don't do it, it's Mio. No, 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 no. It's 30 bucks. No, no. It's not even worth that, mate. Mate, don't give the honesty. Not even the campaign? Bro, don't, don't even bother. Don't even I'm, I'm being deadly. I'm being deadly serious. Do not even bother, Mio. Like, honestly, okay, okay. it's I won't like buy it. 30 bucks. I'll wait till it's 10. Yeah, 10. Uh, maybe 10. Yeah, I was about to say 10 is a, that's how much I, I would pay for it. But as I said, I got it for free. Even yeah. for free, it was too much to be honest with you because that game is absolutely awful. Uh, don't do it. But Gears Tactics, man, that's it's. It reminds me, I need to go back and play it. I've got three months left on my game pass, so I might as well play it. Um, a great game, man. A great game, and just like everything feels, nothing feels added on just for the sake of oh, we need to add this Gears uh, nostalgic feeling to it, or like the chainsaw or whatever. It's everything just feels purposeful in a sense, and I, and, and I like that. Um, but yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're enjoying it. Thank God. Whew, my reputation is still intact. <laughs> uh, and 
Cool. I've also been playing a little Watch Dogs 2. I mean, Watch Dogs Legion. Yep. That's okay. It's it's a fun game. Are Nothing you buying else. Assassin's Creed? I don't, I don't know if I saw that on the sales. I haven't. Okay. I did buy it. It was oh. on sale. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't played it yet, though. Okay. How, how I much might do it, like though? an Assassin's Creed marathon. Okay. Oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be AC out of your out of your head, man. Yeah, if you do that. but I haven't played it yet. But okay. I'm looking forward to it. Kind of, I hear it's pretty good. How much was it? Uh, it was like forty. Okay, so I guess a twenty off. Yeah, that's not bad, especially for a game yeah. that's recently come out. That's not that's not too bad. Um, let me know how it looks like. Apparently, it's um, there's mixed there's mixed reviews to it. To be honest with you, but I'll let yeah, you. Yeah, some be the, some people really like it. Some people yeah, think it's trash. I'll let you be the judge of that. Um. Anything else before we? Uh, uh, nope, I think we covered it all. Man, that actually made me quite happy though to hear you playing Gears Tactics. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, loads of loads of fun. It's coming to Xbox as well, so I think it's out on Xbox now. Actually, yeah. So if anyone, uh, I don't want to play on it. Nah, it's yeah, it's it's definitely it's so nice to play. It's just the movement mechanic. Oh, it's, it's lovely, isn't it? Um, yeah. Let's get up some main, main news and this head out of here. So we started off the show and I asked me the, the question, is the future of cinema digital? And I say this because in, re, in the recent week, we've had um, news that Wonder Woman is 84 is going straight to HBO Max over there in America. Cinema here uh, in certain places on Christmas. And also recently, King, uh, is it Kong versus, or King versus God? The, the, the third, uh, yeah, God's, the Godzilla. Yeah, King, yeah. Kong, King versus God. Uh, that is also looking like it's going straight to streaming. So, and there's been talks of obviously Black Widow. There's been talks of uh, 007. What is the future of of cinema? Well, what does it look like to be honest with you? Because we've seen with Tenant, for example, Tenant hasn't recouped any most most of its money or its budget because of the whole COVID situation. And parts of me wish that you know. They they delayed it because a lot of people needed to see that movie. And talking about Tenet, I actually I was watching trailers for Tenet before jumping on, and uh, I can't wait for the Blu-ray to drop. But anyways, it's still in cinemas once we come out of the lockdown on on Wednesday, and they're trying to recoup as much money as possible. And obviously that's why it's delayed the the Blu-ray release. But what where do you think we're going from here, man? It's we live in a new world. I don't think many people are going to be willing to step inside the theater anytime soon it's just that's so yeah what do you think yeah i think for at least 2021 um everything's gonna go on streaming but hopefully hopefully theaters aren't out of business by 2022 and we can enjoy dune in theaters yeah because that's 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 the worry because Mm -hmm. a few theaters have closed down and i know businesses are going bust and that's the concern because there's some big movies still waiting. Uh, and when I say big movies, obviously that's just based on their budget or anticipation level. You have Black Widow, you have the 007 movie. You could argue A Quiet Place 2. And I think the biggest of, the, of, of them all is uh, Dune. Those movies need to be seen in, and Wonder Woman actually because those movies do need to be seen in cinema to, to be... Maybe Black Widow, you could maybe get away with it on, uh, you know, on streaming and stuff like that. But like, if we take Dune, for example... That's an experience. Black Widow, not Wonder Woman. Yeah. No, I was uh, but no, no, but I think Wonder Woman is a theatrical experience. Is that though? I, 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 gonna, I don't know. It's going to be another generic, you know, boss fight, CGI yeah, boss it is, fight. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, that's, my, that's my concern. But let's, let's take, I think, I think, let's say, 
007 and Dune have to be experienced in theaters. Yeah, definitely. I think I think they Dune out of all of them, to be honest with you, that, that that's a that's a cinema, that's a theater experience right there for you. And I would not like to watch that in at home. Maybe after I've watched it, yes, fair enough, you get that experience. But my first my first viewing experience being at home, no. And I'm and that's why I'm so grateful I was able to to see Tenant in theaters because imagine having to watch Tenant at home. Like I'll still be excited and hyped, but it's just it's not the same, is it? And that's my concern with movie. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of movies come to streaming services. The one that obviously are waiting in the wing, but at the same time, I feel like movies are are being shot and and so forth. I think once they come over to the twenty twenty two release date, I think we might be okay. Uh, but I think any movie that drops now, it's just not going to make the money up, is it? Like you yeah. can't. There's no way you make enough money on the streaming service. It's it's quite it's quite sad to see because. I love movies, you love movies, and we both know the best experience is going into a theater, picking up the largest uh, size uh, soda with whatever popcorn and nachos and, you know, just the whole the whole uh, deal. So, yeah. Yeah, Wonder Woman 84 is coming straight to H- HBO Max, actually. Uh, how much is HBO Max? Uh, it's 15 a month. 15 a month. So, yeah. So someone was probably just sign up for one month let's say how, how many people is it going to take to sign up to to make back that it's it's budget it's, it's, it's i don't know how happen. streaming works like i think they pay up front for the movie mm. like yeah. they'll pay they'll pay one brothers actually one brothers owns it so owns it, yeah. Think, yeah yeah but like for, for example king versus for, god yeah for yeah for like james bond they pay they're paying like 200 million 300 million for that yeah, I, I like we we I think we made the joke about it. Like, it might come to Apple because Apple's nobody like I I, I yeah, no one I has had, Apple Plus. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot I even had it. And the only reason I have it is because I got it free with when you buy a new device. But I haven't even touched it since. And uh, yeah, it's just I, I don't think they're gonna recoup the money if any movies drop on streaming. It's going to be a tough tough order. Um, talking about movies that are coming out later, uh, a few that I'm actually excited for. Uh, I'll quickly blast through those. Jordan Peele's next movie is set to release in July 2022, so his next horror movie. I'm quite excited about that, man. What's it? What's his movie? Uh, just another horror movie. No. no name, no nothing. Just he just confirmed that his next movie is set to release in July 2022. I'm excited to see what he does. I think um, he's an exciting director, story writer. His movies do really well. He has this awesome way of portraying social commentary in a way where yeah. it's not in your face. For example, we had Get Out. We had it, it was kind of uh, comedic in a sense, but it was trying to still tell a story and it was telling a story from a different perspective, not straight up, hey, uh, uh, I'm, I'm white, you're black, so I'm hiding. You know, they did it in the, in, in the manner of, you know, controlling people and stuff like that. Um, so I really enjoyed that perspective. And then we had um, Us, which was just something else, man. Like that movie, I really enjoyed that movie. I've seen it actually a few times since. Yeah, I don't think we still know what that movie's really no, about. No, but I think we'll know in a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> someone uh, will have like a really good theory. And uh, and yeah, so his next movie, July twenty two. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next. Uh, a Quiet Place Part Three has been confirmed, and a spin off has been in development. So obviously, the second one's been delayed because of cinema, uh, COVID. Sorry. Uh, I like the idea of a spin-off because obviously we're living in this big 
world that we just don't know nothing about and we're only following this family so i like the aspect that we know we could bounce around and follow it has a lot of potential but at the same time and i call it the walking dead syndrome for a reason because walking dead spun off into two different series i think fear the walking dead yeah uh, Fear the Walking Dead and something else. There's like and, a teen series and now yes. there's going to be like a Daryl series. Yeah, see? So they've spun off and that's why I call it the Walking Dead syndrome because there was so much potential and there was excitement because obviously the first few seasons were so great that you wanted more of the Walking Dead. But when the main season starts collapsing upon itself and just imploding, you kind of just get bored of that universe and mm-hmm. it's the same for like, do you remember there was a period of time in video games, the video game industry where we had just so many zombie games and then you just get bored of them. And it was the same with uh, the shooting games. Like uh, we had so many uh, modern shooters like Battlefield, Call of Duty, and then they, everyone got bored of that kind of environment. So they changed it and made it go to World War. People got bored of that. Now we're back to modern. So it's the same thing. It, and it happens to movies. I think people are not conscious of the fact that it happens to movies. And this is evident that it could happen. I think uh, depending on how they play out, depending on the cast as well and the family or whatever they're trying to do. Uh, yeah, it just depends. Because obviously one example in movies for me is Cloverfield. Um, obviously they did the main movie, which was great. I really enjoyed it. Then they did um, Cloverfield Lane, was it, Mia? Yeah, I hear that one's pretty good. I haven't seen it, it, was, it, but, it was decent. It was decent, but it's not Cloverfield per se. And then they did a TV show. They did some. Yeah, they did uh, a Netflix movie. A Netflix the, movie. That's it. Yeah, the old paradise or something. Yeah. See, so too much of of a good thing sometimes is bad, and it just depends on how they pull it off. Um, Justice League news regarding uh, the Joker, uh, our favorite Joker. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that was a joke, by the way. Just uh, satire. We don't yeah. actually like. Um, what's his Jared, name? Actually, Joe Leto. Yeah, we're not big fans. So if you've been with us for the previous 52 episodes, because I know we've mentioned him at least once every two two or three episodes, you'll know. Uh, but this is something I'm quite excited for. Obviously, we've seen Steppenwolf. Uh, Snyder's dropped some uh, images of that. He looks pretty cool. He just looks like he's just got a new gold armor from Apex. Nothing too too exciting there. Touched up a bit. Uh, we've seen Deathstroke as well. You're not too keen on the hair, are you? And the look. It's awful. Yeah. Awful hair. It is, isn't it? A mohawk. Like, I don't know what Snyder's thinking. And then my concern now is having the Joker in this movie. I know he, Snyder said it will include the death of Dick Grayson, which I'm excited to see because obviously in, in all the advertisements leading up and all the you know trailers, there was always that big hint. You see it in Batman v Superman where um, uh, Bruce Wayne is just looking at um, Dick Grayson's suit you said just, Dick Grayson? Isn't that Jason Todd? Isn't Jason Todd the Robin that dies? No, I think it's, it's Dick Grayson. Red Hood's Jason Todd, though. But I, 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 read, I read that Snyder said Dick He's Grayson. He's killing off Dick Grayson? Yeah. Why is he killing off Dick Grayson? No idea. Jason Todd's the one who's supposed to die. No idea. He's messing up, now he's messing up the source material. See, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even pay attention to that. That's actually a good point. Oh, Dick Grayson but... is, um, is Nightwing. He's killing off Nightwing? I think so. Why? Yeah, it's awful. Because Snyder. <laughs> uh, so we saw that in the, in, in the trailer for Batman v Superman where you had the, the mm-hmm. Joker ha-ha-ha over, over, over the suit. So 
I'm interested to see that. But now, now you're saying that, I just, I, I, I never really paid attention to that. Anyways, and then obviously he mentioned that Joker will be completely different to what we've seen in the Suicide Squad. So that's something that I'm excited for just to see. But yeah, Dick Grayson, man, I need to search this up. What the hell's going on here? Snyder messing up with the source material uh, again. Crazy. Let me see. Yeah, Richard Dick. Crazy. Um, thoughts on that, Mio? I know you just quickly touched on it, but overall thoughts? Um, you know how I feel about the, the Snyder guy. Yep. I think it's going to be the same movie, but, but like different scenes. So the like movie... It, still... He said the movie's going to be two hours and a half long and there's, there's going to be two hours worth of scenes. Basically, two hours we've never seen. That's what he said. So he's actually cutting the movie. He's not putting out a four-hour cut. Uh, no, he just said there's two hours that you've never seen and it's an entire new movie. You know, it feels like Snyder said the right things to get the movie done and now maybe he's like, oh, okay, I've, I've, I've oversold myself. Probably. Um yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, Deadpool 3, Mio, confirmed. Yeah. This I'm is excited for that. Surprising, yeah. Yep. Hopefully they make a radar. Mm-hmm. I think it's confirmed. I think it's confirmed R-rated. Uh, it is moving um, with new writers. Uh, I lost hope on this because I know Ryan Reynolds said that it might. It doesn't look like it's happening. Mm-hmm. But as you said, uh, I hope it is R-rated. I think it is confirmed to be R-rated. I think this might be Disney's first R-rated movie. Yeah, I have to double check it, but yeah, because that's what I was about to say. Where does this? How is this going to fall into place? Because obviously, Disney's Dis, all Disney movies are over here. You, um, it's it's a twelve rating, so I don't know what that is over over there. PG thirteen, is it or? Yeah, PG thirteen yeah. twelve. Yeah, um, so how does that fall into place? So the question is, how does it fall into place? Also, is this somehow going to be linked into the overall MCU? Is it going to be a standalone be to cool. it? Yeah, the thing is, though, this is the issue. If this is an R-rated movie and Deadpool is R-rated and then you embed him into the MCU, what happens to the MCU? You can't have Deadpool dropping F-bombs here and there, can you? I think they could do, like, something, like, pretty, like, meta where Deadpool, you know, he knows he's in a movie, so it'll be like, okay, I'm in an MCU movie. I can't curse. That would be pretty cool. That is actually... Uh, I think Disney needs to start paying us as well, you know. First, we had one of It's going to happen. I know for a fact it's going to happen. He'll, he'll make and some... I'm going like, to be like, Disney, where's my check? Yeah, he'll, he'll break the fourth wall or something. He'll be like, oh, I'm in an MCU movie. I better watch my mouth or something like that. Yeah. That'd, that'd be pretty funny. And they'll be um, like, what are you talking about, Wade? <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Uh, staying on the topic with um, uh, Marvel, we, on episode 51, I believe we'd... We talked about WandaVision and how they said they were still on track for December. We called it. We said, we don't think it's coming out this year. And it isn't. It's been confirmed for January 15th release. Um, more news coming out of that is that it was filmed in front of a live audience, which That's is quite cool. quite cool. They said that it's yeah. going to be doing stuff that a Marvel TV show hasn't done. It's going to push the boundaries of TV shows. They said the first few episodes are going to be in front of a live audience. It's like... Uh, sitcom it's style, of, yeah. yeah sit, sitcom slash office style. I think Office is overrated, though. To be honest with you, super overrated. Yeah, and uh, and then it changes into like kind of this more Marvel esque uh, TV show. I'm hyped for this, and the little teaser they put out was pretty cool as well. It's like mm-hmm. different um, TVs throughout the uh, the generation, the decades, and it, it it looks pretty cool. 
I'm excited for it. January 15th. Uh, I guess people are going to be signing because at the moment, all Disney Plus is used for is uh, Mandalorian. In all honesty, if we be if we're being realistic, it, nobody's watching anything on Disney Plus, are they? So um, I think this will, you know, just bump up the value of of Disney Plus as a whole. And then finally, the last thing on uh, <clears throat> that I wanted to just mention because I I actually enjoyed the first one. Yes, it had so many issues and faults, and it seemed cliche. Uh, but Extraction 2 has been confirmed by the Russo brothers. And, um, Extraction 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the Netflix movie, you remember the one with... Uh, yeah, I had to think Chris, about what Extraction yeah, was. Chris, Ham- uh, Chris Hemsworth. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm, How I'm, is he alive? Uh, he got shot in the neck, and then he like fell, fell off a bridge. Yeah, but we never saw him die, did we? <laughs> That's, that's but you know, we never, we never saw, saw we never saw Osama bin Laden die, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's dead. I don't, actually I don't know. I don't, I, to be honest, I wouldn't put it past the the US government or anything like that, to be honest with you. Especially, especially with how twenty twenty is turning out, like yeah. Mate, I thought today was gonna to be a horrific day in sports. Like someone nearly died and then we had another player at another footballer die today. Uh, an F1 driver nearly Jesus Christ like I, I don't know if you've seen the clip or anything of that driver yeah, uh, that car went on fire mate it was the worst thing I've ever seen in modern F1 and I screamed and I was just like mate I was so anxious but thankfully and then we had a clash of heads in, in, in the Arsenal game and because there's no fans at the stadium you heard that crack that guy's head cracked open and he got taken to hospital so hopefully he's doing well it's just been a yeah, mate, 2020 has been an absolute mess. But anyways, Extraction 2, confirmed by the Russo brothers, it's going to start shooting in 2021, should drop around 2022. And then just talking about shooting stuff, well, movies, that is, um, Black Panther is going to start shooting soon. And they've confirmed, I think this is the right thing. They said there'll be no CGI. Because yeah. it's thing, uh, Chadwick Boseman's birthday today, actually. So that's why it sprung into my mind. Um, so they said there'll be no CGI uh, Chadwick in, in Black Panther 2 and I think that's the right thing to do in all honesty definitely right, definitely. and um, just ending on a sober note here um, the guy who played Darth Vader passed away yeah yeah that was sad um, 20- you know he obviously James O. Jones is the voice of Darth Vader but mm-hmm. he, he he did a great job doing like the stunts yep. being like imposing um, he was also in A Clockwork Orange yep. which he was pretty good in that too but yeah sad 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 passing. Yeah, 2020 has been an absolute mess. The sooner we end, the sooner. <laughs> like, have you realized, just ending on a funny note at least, have you realized nobody has tweeted, nobody has put up on Facebook or a story, oh, I can't wait, 2021 is going to be my year? Nobody dares write that shit anymore. Hmm. Nobody dares. And on that note, Mio, I don't know what you have planned for this week. Any plans? Um, going to watch the season finale on doing tonight. Um, excited to see who's the killer. Can't yep. wait till Friday for another Mandalorian. Yep. I'll probably finish Gears Tactics by then. Nice. I'm gonna watch. You said the Undying. Undoing. Undoing. Okay. I'm gonna watch that straight after this, and I am looking forward to Friday Mandalorian. I probably probably will play Call of Duty, uh, but in terms of content for the multiverse, there should be a. Uh, what's that movie that TV show for life review coming out? It should be a Call of Duty review coming out. And um, what are you gonna should, give it by the way? 
what Koji? Yeah. I'll be honest with you, it's it's on a one and a half star for Ooh. me at the moment. It's not getting anything above a two because it's really, really bad. Like honestly, I I can't man, I can't articulate how bad it really is. It's it's probably the worst quality in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is my brother well, he made Mo buy it because he picked up a PS5. Oh, but actually, I'll talk about the PS5 quickly in a bit. He picked up a PS5 and he played it and he was like, this is the worst Call of Duty. He went back and downloaded uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. That's how bad it was. Um, yeah, Mo picked up a PS5. I think I sent you the photo. That shit is yeah. massive. That is it's massive. Huge. It's huge. It looks nicer in person, though, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I'm happy for him. He, he saw that his setup. He got a new monitor and stuff. I was chuffed for him. It looks nice though, the graphics, I have to say. He was playing, he's playing uh, Demon Souls, so the OG, the remaster nice. of it, and it looks incredible, man. If I were to pick up a PlayStation, it would just be for that. But there's rumors Bloodborne Mio is coming to PC. Mm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy that first. You're going to gonna be, I'm, I'm going to be all over that. And there's rumors of a Metal Gear, I think it's MGS, I can't remember which, which one is going to be remade. And it's the same people that done the Demon Souls remaster. Ooh, ooh. So I'm looking forward to that. And Kojima's obviously working on another Silent Hill game. But yeah, hopefully see what happens. And good luck to Rick for trying to find a PlayStation because they're all sold out. And then on that note, Mio, thanks for joining us this week for episode 53 of the Multiverse podcast. For the latest news and updates, keep it locked to our Instagram page at, at themultiverse.ig. Find out if Rick picks up on a, <laughs> a PlayStation this week. Uh, I, I highly doubt it. I really do, Rick. Uh, apologies. Prayers, but, you know, it's not happening. Uh, also, subscribe to The Multiverse on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss episodes. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week, and we hope to catch you on our next episode. Peace. Peace.